Let us pray. Our loving, kind, heavenly Father, Lord, we come in your presence this evening. Indeed, it is our earnest prayer that you give us that closer walk with you. Because there is nothing as precious as having a closer walk with you. We have come to fellowship around your word, Heavenly Father. We remember how you, how you used to come in the cool of the evening in the Garden of Eden and you would have fellowship with your children Adam and Eve. Even Lord, we have come this evening to have fellowship with you to have a closer walk with you. May you reveal yourself to us, Father. May you teach us your ways, King of Glory. Because your word says they shall all be taught by the Lord. Admonish us, Heavenly Father. Rebuke us, Lord Jesus. Guide us and lead us, Father. In this dark world that we are in. We don't know the way. You know the way, King of Glory. Even Heavenly Father, I pray, dear Jesus, as we come to the opening of your word, we can open the pages of this Bible, but it takes the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to give us the context. Therefore, Father, speak to us, Lord, for we are hearing. Have your own way with us, Father. For we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I greet you in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And welcome to this service. Uh, let us turn to our Bibles for the reading of the word. We shall read from the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 10, verse 38. Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Luka kumi okuwa kurunyura satumumunana. Awebali wakenda na ingira mucharo, omokazi elinyari maliza na musembeza mwenyomba ye. Na hii alina muganda we ayutiwa mariamu ya tulanga wali ya bigire vya mukama wafe na uliranga echigambo che. Na hii mariza ya banga na imitawana ejoku welezo kunji na jawali na mugamanti mukama wange. Tufu ayonga muganda wange andesoku welezanzeka. Kale mugambe anyambe 
Naye mukamu wafe na damu na mugamba nti maliza maliza wera likirira oline mitawana eje bigambo binji na ye ekyetagibwa kirikimu kubanga Mariamu alonzeyo omugabo gwo mulunji ogutali mujibwako May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word Mukamu agatumisa kusoma kwe kigambo che Nime be seated Mutuleko uh, I want us to share tonight uh, just for a short time around what we have read. And I want to call this topic Choosing the Good Part. Amen. I'm getting my inspiration from uh, Verse 41. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Amen. Choosing the good part that will never be taken away from you. Now the prophet says that the Lord Jesus Christ in that message which says that uh, then Jesus came and called. The prophet says that the Lord Jesus Christ was a friend, a family friend to this family. To the family of Lazarus, Mary and Martha. He was a friend. And the prophet says, even the Lord Jesus used to share a bed with Lazarus. That family, they had that orthodox faith. And Lazarus was a scribe. Lazaro yali muandishi. He used to write on the scrolls. Yawandika nga kumizingo. And the prophet says Martha and Mary. Enana byaga Mariza ne Mariam. They used to make clothes. Batunga ngangoyi. In the temple. Muyekalo. Like those temple clothes. Nga ebitambala bibalirira ku meza. But when they got the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. Neyebwe bakiriza it was revealed to them that the Lord Jesus Christ is the one who had this truth. So they abandoned their orthodox faith and they started following the Lord Jesus Christ. Even you remember when the Lord Jesus Christ came and raised Lazarus. The Lord had left that home. And he had gone 
to preach at Bethany. And he tarried there for some time until he came and raised Lazarus. So the prophet says he was a family friend to this family. So where we read here, he had gone to visit them. And the Bible says, when he came to that house, Martha went, I, th I think she was busy preparing maybe a meal or something. Maybe tea or something. But Mary was at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Being instructed. Being taught. Until Martha was troubled and she came to him and told him, Lord, don't you care that I'm serving alone? And the Lord told her, Martha, you are so troubled with a lot of cares. But Mary has chosen that needful thing. That part which will never be taken away from her. What was that needful thing? That part that could never be taken away from her. Being instructed by the Lord. Being led by the Lord. Being guided by the Lord. Having a closer walk with the Lord. Knowing the Lord. Martha was so busy with the chores. Do you know that we get so much troubled with the things of the world? But there is that most needful thing that can never be taken away from us. And that one is to have a closer walk with the Lord. To know the Lord in the power of his resurrection. To be a friend of God. We get so anxious about the things of this world. We get troubled how to live about marriage to get a spouse to, go, to get a plot the cares of this world trouble us so much. but there is that most needful thing which can never be taken away from us and that is to know him All these other things can be taken away from you. The things that trouble us most. You know that you can lose your job very easily. You can lose your health. You can lose your wealth. You can lose your business. Anytime. But when you have that Christ, 
Oh, it is the most needful thing. That is the part that we need in this day that we are in. To know him in the power of his resurrection. Not just to have a superficial knowledge of him, but to be a friend of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know that that one is worked on? We have to seek him. We have to remain at his feet. We have to seek his face to get that good part. The rest of all these other things, brethren, they can be taken away from us. They are so temporary. But the primary thing is what Mary had chosen. And the Lord told her, Martha, you are so much troubled. Remember she was preparing for the Lord. And the Lord knew it. The Lord knows that you need a house. He knows that you need a job. He knows that you need a spouse. But those are primary. Rather, those are secondary things. But the primary thing is what Mary had chosen. To remain at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. We get so anxious about beating deadlines, getting contracts, doing all this and that. And when we get those things, we are so excited to come and testify. And we are always getting, we have, this pulpit sometimes gets flooded with so many testimonies. In the song service. Song service. Which is good enough. But I wish we would get more testimonies. Of people being filled with the Holy Ghost. Because that is the most needful part. All these other parts can be taken away from us. But to know him is everlasting life. That part that can never be taken away He said, heavens and earth shall pass away. But my word shall never be taken away from you. What's that word? It is God himself. To know him as your friend. In this dark, evil world. Which is so uncertain. He called us not to have a superficial knowledge of him. But to have a deep, deep relationship with him. And that one comes by what Mary had chosen. Staying at the feet of the Lord Jesus. Look at a man like Job. The Bible says, Job had almost everything. He was a wealthy man. 
And the Bible says he was one of the wealthiest people in the East. And he was a very wise man. People used to come from the East West to seek for counsel from Job. Why? Because Job was a friend of the Lord. Though he had all this wealth, though he had wisdom, but he was so close to the Lord to an extent that the Lord testified about him. A perfect and upright man. A man who fears me and who ensures evil. Can you imagine the Lord testifying about him? And yet Job had everything. But he made sure he had this close closer walk with the Lord. He made sure he was a friend of the Lord. Brethren, that's what we need. Because even when the storms came, as the Bible tells us, Job remained standing. The prophet preached someone. Samoni. Why are people so much tossed about? You find them on fire. Testifying about the goodness of God. Worshipping and praising. And he says today you'll find them so okay in the spirit. But tomorrow they are down. Why are people so much tossed it's just because they don't seek God until he's part and parcel of their lives. Do you know that the Lord saved you for that? And he's not going to do it for you. You are the one to do it. That's what Mary had chosen. That good part. Job was shaken. That's what the Bible says. Because the Bible says, one time, sons of God presented themselves before the Lord. And the devil also came among them. And then the Lord asked him, Satan, where are you coming from? And he told him from walking to and Have you come across my servant Job? Have you considered him? A perfect and upright man. A man who fears God. And evil. And they never told him. Does Job Fear you for nothing. You have put a hedge around him. You have given him wealth. You have increased him abundantly. Remove all that from him. And he will cast you to the face. And the Lord told the devil, go ahead and do it. But don't touch his life. And the Bible says, Job's children were having a party. 
In one of the eldest sons' place. And one of the servants of Job came and told Job, You know you are... Uh, you are, you are camels. Your, your oxen were plowing. And the asses feeding alongside. And then the Sabians came. And took all of them. I'm the only one who has survived. And when he was still there. Another servant comes. Fire came from heaven. And smote all your sheep. And all the servants. I'm the only one who has remained. And when he was still there. Another one comes. The Chaladins came. And formed a band of about three you know, uh, uh, parts. And they came and took all your comrades. I'm the only one who has survived. And when he was still there, another one comes. Your children were feasting in your eldest son's place. And wind came from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house. And it hit all of them. And they have all died. And the Bible says, Job shaved his hair. He tore his mantle. And he fell down and worshipped. And he said, The Lord gave. The Lord has taken away. I came from my mother's womb. And behold, I will return without anything. Let the name of the Lord be glorified. Can you imagine such a testimony? I believe Job was fulfilling 1 Thessalonians 4, 19. Where Paul said, in all things, give thanks to the Lord. For it is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Job did not know why all these calamities were befalling And the Bible says, still the devil came and presented himself before the Lord. And the Lord asked him, Have you met my servant Job? That he has kept his integrity. Though you moved me against him without any cause. And they never told the Lord. Skin for skin. You touch his body. And he will curse you to the face. And the Lord said, go ahead. But don't touch his life. And the Bible says, Job did not know. But all of a sudden, his body started ailing. 
until he had boils. Until he started scratching himself. Until his body, he was rotting while he was still alive. And his wife came and, and told him, Why don't you curse God? And die. Instead of suffering such a suffering. And Job told him, Shall we expect only good things from you? You are speaking like a foolish woman. And still in all that, he never cursed the Lord. Now, what made him stand like that? That closeness to the Lord. Because the prophet says, there is a time in that message of why are people being so much tossed about? There is a time when he lost his wife. He lost his daughter. He lost his father. I think he lost a brother. And one day, the Lord passed through a certain man. The Lord. He used a certain man. And that man provoked him. And he asked him, Do you still serve that God? That God who saw your daughter dying. And he allowed her to go. And yet you had pleaded with him. That God. Who saw your wife passing away. And you pleaded and cried. And he took her. And within no time, he took your father. Do you still serve that God? And he says he felt in his heart. They never started speaking to him. Now there is no need of serving such a God. But then he says he felt something. Something like a nail. That was holding him. And then he said though he slays me. Yet I will serve him. And he says that thing was nothing else. It was the Holy Ghost that he had received. Otherwise, what happened? Backslidden. That good part kept Job moving. By that time, the Holy Ghost, people are not received the Holy Ghost in the Old Testament. But the Holy Ghost used to fall upon them. But the people who used to have that closer walk, that deep relationship, just like Job, God withheld them. He made them stand even in trials. Job stood and the Bible says, he reached a moment and he was kind of despairing. His friends that would have encouraged him came and they became miserable comforters. 
And they started now asking him, how can God allow you to suffer like that? You must be a sacred sinner. The Elihu's and so forth. And Job told them, I'm not a sinner. But yet he didn't know why all those calamities were befalling him. And they were saying that he reached the moment. And he asked himself so many questions. And he said, the tree, when it is cut down, and when it, it, it gets the, the, the smell of moisture, it sprouts again. But what about man? Is there any hope for man? He looked at himself, as a hopeless person. And he said, Lord, hide me in the ground until your wrath has passed. And the prophet says, when he reached that kind of disparation, God gave him a revelation. And Job saw lightning and he saw thunders and he saw the resurrection of the Lord Job was the first man to witness Easter and there he shouted I know my even if skin worms destroy his body, yet I will see him. And no one else but I myself. I will see him. Job saw the resurrection. And the prophet says, when the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross at Calvary, and gave up the ghost, his soul, went and preached to the souls that were in prison. Those rebellious souls that rejected the gospel of Noah. And then from there, he went to hell and got the keys of hell and the grave from the devil. And he went to paradise where all these all Testament saints were. And the prophet dramatizes it. He says he knocked on the door of paradise. And a man like Abraham looked at him. And he ran back and told the rest of them. the Old Testament saints. Come see. Isn't this one the very one. Who visited me. And there were three of them. And I recognized one of them to be the Lord. Behold, he's at the door. No. And when he was still there, he says, a man like, 
like Ezekiel. He also went to see. He said he's the very one that got the vision about. The wheel in the midst of the wheel. And Job came to see. And he said he's the very one. My Redeemer lives. Why did Job have such an experience? It is because he chose that good path to get a deeper, deeper relationship with his God. Brethren, the rest of all these things can be easily taken away. But it's only our Lord Jesus Christ who gave us that promise. I'll never leave you alone. I will be with you until the end of the year. Look at Mary. When she took that good path. And remained at the feet of the Lord Jesus. Being instructed. Being guided. Being led. By the creator. Her creator was guiding her. Her creator was teaching her. Her creator was leading her. Even when her brother Lazarus died. And they sent for him. And he stayed there for four days. But the Bible says that when he came. And Martha ran to meet, to meet him. And Martha told, told him. Lord. If you had been here. Our brother Lazarus would not have died. But yet we know that whatsoever you ask from God, he will grant it to you. And the Lord told her, your brother Lazarus will raise again. And she said, I know that he will raise again on the last day in the resurrection. And the Lord told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whosoever believes in me, though he was dead, yet shall he raise again. Where have you buried him? Remove the stone. And Martha is still doubting. Martha had chosen to be taken away by the cares of this world. Lord, he has been buried four days. And yet there must be a Didn't I tell you, Master, that if you believe, you will see the glory of the Lord. Remove the stone. And he cries with a loud voice. Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible says, Lazarus came forth. He ejected from the grave with his the clothes they had around him. And he said, untie him and let him 
The good part that Mary had chosen made her brother Lazarus to rise again. Do you know that that good part that you decide to choose today is the one that will raise you on the last day that part that Mary decided to choose if you decide to choose it tonight to know him in the power of his not just to have a superficial knowledge of him no but to know him in a deeper way to seek him until he comes in your life. And he abides. And he guides you. And he leads you. And he instructs you. Even if you, you die, just like Lazarus died, he will raise you again. Because first uh, Thessalonians says, 4.16, for the Lord himself will descend with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And those ones who died in Christ will raise fast. Let us read that scripture. You see, we need to know him in the power of his resurrection. We need to choose that good part which Mary chose. First Thessalonians 4.16 For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the, in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. <laughs> Kubanga mukama wafe nyini alika okuva muguru nokuogerera waguru ne dobozili amalaika omukuru ne kondeli lya katonda naba abafira mu Kristu bebali soko kuzukira nafa abalamu abasigalawo ne tulyoka tutwaliwa wamuna bo mu bire okusinkana mukama wafe mu banga kale bwetu tyo tunaberanga ne mukama wafe nakuzonna kale musanyusaganenga mwekana mweka ne bigambo bino Amen for the Lord himself will descend with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. And the prophet told us the shout is the message of the hour. He has already descended. Rapture has already started. The process of rapture has started. The Lord descended with a shout. Which is the message of the hour. Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet. 
before the great and dreadful day. We are the children who have received that shout. And that shout has not been revealed to anybody. But you are me. So the Lord has descended. And yet there is another process when he will appear in the clouds with a shout. Just like he shouted on the grave of Lazarus. Lazarus! Lazarus! Lazarus. He will shout again with that shout. And those ones who died in Christ, those ones who got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, for by one Holy Ghost baptism, we are baptized to enter into the body of Jesus Christ. That's what we need, brethren, to seek him, to remain at his feet, to call upon him until you have received that baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh, we need him more than anything. I was telling my boy my son Seth, when I was taking him back to school, and you know, the mother and the sister were kind of emotional. After they had been with us, you know, after COVID, they, they, they stayed at home for almost a year without going to school. So when he was going back, they were kind of emotional. And they shed, you know, some tears. So when I was with the boy, I was telling him, did you see your mother and your sister? He said, yeah, they were emotional. Then I told him, it is because they are going to miss you. For almost three months. Up to July when you'll come back. But do you know that that one is just a temporary thing? Just three months and they are just emotional. Soon you'll come back. Then I was telling him, do you know? that I can die and you will never see me anymore all your lifetime here on earth unless you become a very good friend of the Lord Jesus Christ and you become so serious with salvation death can part us and we shall never be united Anymore. Your mother can go. Your can go. But the only thing that can unite us is when you become a friend. A close friend of the Lord Jesus Christ. I told him, 
a friend of the Lord. You have to be very, very serious with salvation. Get a deeper relationship with the Lord. That is the only thing that can reunite us. Otherwise, death can make us part. Remember the prophet? How he lost his family members? Hope passes on. Sharon the daughter. Sharon And he reaches a moment. And he almost wants to take his life. But one day, the Lord tells him, Would you feel like going beyond the curtain of time? He said, Lord, that one would help me a lot. And all of a sudden, he moves from this body. And he's looking at his body down. And the vision changes. And he's like in a garden of, you know, like he describes it as prairies. A garden of wheat. A wonderful garden of wheat. And he's walking. And all of a sudden, he sees a beautiful lady coming from where he's going. And they meet. And she calls him. Daddy, daddy. Daddy. And he says, Daddy, daddy who are you? And she says, I'm your daughter Sharon. And he says, but Sharon, I remember you died when you were just, just a few, few years. How come that now you are and she told him, that's what you used to preach about. That there are no children here. There are no elderly people here. And he asks her, where is your mother? She's yonder those hills. Would you desire to go and see her? Oh, yes, I would desire to move on. You'll see that cup in there. And she tells him, me, I'll remain here waiting for Billy Paul. And he goes there and meets Hope. A beautiful lady. And Hope tells her, I always see you crying all the time. Crying and sorrowing for us. We are far better off than you there. Brethren, that is the only thing that can reunite us. Knowing the Lord in the power of his resurrection. Choosing that good person. Having a deeper relationship with your God.
making him your everything. That's what we need. All these other things, they will fail. But knowing him, with the power of his resurrection, will never fail. Mary, you have chosen the good part. Martha, you are too anxious about so many cares. But Mary has chosen that that will never be taken away. What was that good part? Being guided by the Lord. The Lord had visited that family. Can you imagine? If the whole president of this country desires to come and visit your home and you learn about it that the following day he's coming to visit you oh you'd get excited I believe you'd put everything in place I believe you getting a lot of thoughts in your mind what am I going to tell him because he has everything if you want a car, he can oh, give it to you. If you want land, he can give it to you. If you are misjudged, maybe in the courts of law, he has the right because he controls the, 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 the judiciary. He has everything. And if he came to your home, I believe you'd give him all the attention. You do not need anything to detract you from giving him all the you'd give him all the audience. But can you imagine the creator of the heavens had visited this small family of Mary and Martha. God in flesh. The Lord who owns the universe and the earth had come low to visit this family. And Martha was busy in the kitchen. But Mary Gave her all the audience. The Lord who owns everything. The Bible says the world and its fullness belongs to the Lord. Silver and gold belong to him. The cattle on a thousand hills belong to him. You remember when he told the prophet, Sister Hattie, Sister Hattie had spoken something. Something that touched the heart of the Lord. Sister Hattie When the prophet was testifying about that third pool of the squirrels and so forth. And the Lord told the prophet, tell her, let her ask for anything and give it to her. And the prophet told her, the Lord is so pleased with you. Ask for anything. And he said, now what can I ask for? He said, you have your sister there in wheelchair. You can ask for her healing. You are poor. Even if you ask the Lord, you will feel 
this house with dollars. But she asked for the life of her. Even if you ask the Lord to fill this house, he is able. That is the Lord who had visited Mary and Martha. That is the Lord who visited your life. He wants full, full attention. He does not want you to be detracted by these other cares of the world. The Lord knows you need a job. He knows you are supposed to dress and eat. He knows you need to marry. But he said, first seek you and it's right and his righteousness and the rest shall be added. That is the good part. They ask the Lord Jesus Christ, what is the first commandment? He said, hear ye all Israel. The Lord your God is one Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And the second one is love your neighbor as you love yourself. In other words, the first thing is to seek God. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Seek him as he can be found. Make him your friend. That's what Mary decided to do. To be a friend of God. To be closer to him. To try to know him. God wants you to know him. In the power of his resurrection. That is the good part. Brethren, the cares of this world. They easily sweep us off. God wants you to have that closer walk. He told Israel, I'm the Lord God who got you from bondage, from Egypt. You should not have any other God apart from me. And our prophet told us, these other gods the idols in the Old Testament they were physical idols. But in this age that we are in the idols the other gods are these things that take us from the Lord. The cares of the world Oh, I'm, I have visitation for my children. If I go to church, after the first service, I will be already too late. I will arrive there when they are almost closing. I will not have enough time. With my child, I have taken home. I will miss having fellowship with him. And you end up dodging service. 
Prophet there says, that child of yours is an idol Because you are preferring him to God. You love him more than God. When you decide, instead of coming for fellowship, do you know, Ochimanyi. On Sundays we are full here. Kusande wano tujula. But midweek. Nee wakati muweeki. Some people don't even endeavor so much. Abantu amuti bafuwa na nyo. They don't put it on their heart. Tibashiteka kumutima guawe. I should not miss fellowship. Isteke dwa kusubwa kungana. You know that missing fellowship is seen. Muchimanyi to kusubwa kungana chibi. Unless there is something crucial. When I don't come here for on, on, on Wednesdays, because sometimes of lack of transport, at least I feel maybe I should minister somewhere, go to Sanji, or maybe Sanji, go to Kayunga. You feel missing. Brethren, we should never miss any fellowship. We should endeavor to have that. Close we should endeavor to seek him while he may still be found. God loved us and he revealed himself to us. But he's waiting for you and me to reciprocate, to, to come in and also and say, Lord, who am I? That you have revealed yourself to me in this age when so many people they don't know this message. God desires that closer walk. Amen? Because these other things those things will fail. Our prophet made a statement. He said, what do we study for? He said, studying is so good. But if I ask you, he was asking, what do we study for? He said, you'll tell me to get a good job. And then, and then also have a living. Get some piece of land and get a house and, and, and get a family and get children. And then and also take them to good schools. And then the question is endless. But it all rotates and comes back. And then die. Because it is appointed to everyone to die and then judge. All these things that make us so anxious. And we put God aside. And we first pursue them with all our Solomon called them vanity of vanities. Have you ever seen on a shiny day when you are moving maybe on a tarmac road? And you see something 
Just like a pool of water. Just on, on the road. What they call a mirage. A reflection of light on the when you reach there, it is not there. And it has extended to another. It keeps on extending. You know that life without Christ just like that. You desire to get a good job. You get it and you are not satisfied. You desire to build a good house. You get the house. You get the Solomon said, I did whatever would satisfy me. I built palaces. I made orchards. I had a lot of cattle. I gathered a lot of I I did whatever I wanted to do. I got singers to entertain me whenever I wanted to be entertained. I had wine at my disposal. I had everything I needed. But then when I realized it is vanity of vanity. All just like chasing wind. Those are the cares of the world. But the Bible says, as we have such a great cloud of God, let us run this race that is set before us. Let us lay aside every weight and every sin that is represented. And let us run the race that is before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher let us lay aside every weight and the sin that is represented. What is that weight? The cares of this world. Martha Marisa, you are too anxious. You are very careful and anxious about these things. But there is that needful thing which your sister Mary has chosen. And that part will never be taken away from you. Brethren, let us lay aside all those weights. God knows you need them. Because he spoke and said in Matthew 625, do not take thought about what to eat and what to drink. Or what to clothe or what to put on. on. He said, look at the birds. They don't sow. They don't reap. They don't keep in the bands. But your heavenly father takes care of them. Look at the ladies of the valley. Your heavenly father dresses them. And yet they are more dressed even than Solomon. 
And he said, but first seek me the kingdom and his righteousness and the rest shall be added. First seek that good part. Let your attention just like Martha's attention uh, rather, uh, Mary's attention was on the Lord. Let your attention be on the Lord. Look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Hear what the prophet says in this message. Looking unto Jesus. You've been asked that for a long time. Look unto me. You hear people say, look. If they mention the word look, it means to pay attention. Look up. Or look at. Or look out. Amen. We shared this some time back when I preached this message. You know, to look up is to pay attention of what is up. Look up, your redemption is near. The coming of the Lord. Look at looking to Jesus. Look at Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. In other words, it is only in that Lamb that the sins of the world can be taken away. It is only in the Lord Jesus Christ. Look out. Pay attention. Behold. I send you a legend prophet. Before the great and dreadful In other words, pay attention. I have sent you Elijah the prophet with a message which is the only way that will save you from that great great Look unto Jesus. And he goes on to say, and now God is saying here, look unto me. I am God. And there is none other. Look unto me. Pay attention to me. Martha, pay attention to me. I am God. I am the resurrection and the life. I am your healer. I am your provider. I am your God. I am your everything. Leave these other things. Though good, yeah. but they are secondary. Look at the primary thing. Look unto me. Seek me. Know me in the power of my resurrection. Let me be your friend. Even when you reach Jordan, I will sail you through. 
I am your shepherd. I am your everything. Look unto me. Pay attention to me. These other things will come next. Seek my face. Fall down on your knees. Until I have come in your life. I'm the only one who can anchor you. The devil will toss you left, right and center. He told Peter. The devil has requested Sitani asked me of you to sift you like wheat. But, but I have prayed for you. And when you are converted, strengthen the brethren. That's what we need. That conversion. God to come in our lives and anchor us in him. And then you don't only stop there. But you make him your friend. You make him your everlasting portion. You make him more than life to you. That is the good part that Mary had chosen. To remain at the feet of the Lord Jesus. The prophet preached that sermon. He cares. Do you care? He cares. That's why you're seated here this evening. Because he revealed himself to you. You heard his voice. And you heard that shout. You heard the shout. That's why you are here. But he wants you to go deeper. Deeper, deeper as we sing in that song. Not to have just a superficial knowledge. But to have a deeper, deeper knowledge. And that one will not just come anyhow. Never, 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 never. God gave you a gift. That's why you are here. He put a seed in you. A seed of representation. A seed that can catch the things of God. A seed that can understand the mysteries of God. That's why you are here this evening. But how can you pay back? David said, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. What can you pay back to God? He has everything. What can you give back for the revelation that he has given you for putting that seed in you before the foundation of the world to know the truth about God. Indeed, it is grace. The only thing you can do is to stay at his feet. Is to seek him. He gave you a gift. Do you know that if a gift is not worked on, it will be redundant? 
Techina makuru, techina makuru, one brother was testifying here. <laughs> I remember the birthday of the pastor. I said, I, our pastor loved him because he's an anointed preacher. Uh-huh. But you know to have the anointing, it doesn't just come like that. You cannot be an anointed preacher if you have a gift of preaching unless you seek God. You have to seek God. You have to remain at his feet to get that anointing. You have to keep on replenishing or else you'll be dry. A gift has to be worked on. God gave you that gift of representation. But you have to work on it. By seeking him. Seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And even after receiving the baptism. Keep that anointing. Through prayer. By staying at his feet. Our prophet told us. Do you want to see angels? Do you want to see the pillar of fire? Do you want to see visions? Keep in prayer. Keep that anointing. Seek God. Read your Bible. Read the message book. Listen to the tapes. Messages wherever they are. Keep at the feet of Sigala the Lord. Sing about him. Talk about him. Witness about him. Judira. He will come down. And he says, just as they were talking about, about him as they were going to Emmaus, Cleo passed his friend, and he came and joined them. And he said, if you want to see his presence, talk about him. Meditate about him. Worship him. And he will come down. Martha, Marisa, you are so much troubled about many, many things. But your sister Mary has chosen that good thing that will never be taken away from May the Lord help us to choose that good thing to seek him while he's still near. To draw near to him. He says, draw near to me. I'll also draw near to you. I love them who love me. And those ones who seek me early, they will find me. You have to move towards him. And he will move towards you. You have to love him. Just like Mary did. And kept a closer walk. And remained at his feet. And the Lord will come. In this troubled world that we are in. We need him more. He's that 
is our everlasting portion. He's the only one who can enable us to go through these winds, these storms, just like he helped Job to overcome. That's how we need him. Let us lay aside all these words that easily beset us. And the trick of the devil is to bring as many shower them on you. He'll make you so busy. He'll give you a lot of work. He can even shower a lot of money. Until your, your mind is always taken up. And God is not in the picture. Just like Martha was. He can make you look at things that perish. And yet they are good for your life. And even God knows that you need it. But God is telling us, first seek the First things first. Thanks be to the Lord. First things first. Let's seek the kingdom. Let's seek to get close to him. Let's seek to know him so that he can make us to overcome in these difficult times. May God bless you.